And we're live. Welcome to another episode of the Literacy Experience. I'm your host, Elliot. And I'm your host, Gabby. And today we're going to take a dive into what makes a literate person. I'm going to start by asking you a question, Elliot. When someone says the word literate, what do you think of? Well, Gabby, you know me, and you know that my mind always drifts to something sports-related. That being said, if someone were to ask me if Michael Jordan was literate in basketball, I would undeniably agree with them. Jordan has essentially transcended basketball itself, conquering the NBA throughout the 90s and building a shoe empire that will leave his legacy cemented forever on the feet of sneakerheads. He was possibly the greatest to ever do it on the court and the most successful off the court. I get that Jordan was great and successful, but what does that have to do with literacy? Simply put, the man lives and breathes basketball. He understands the game in a way that very few can. This understanding, this competence, this literacy was developed from countless hours in the gym, countless games against his older brothers, and motivation that Jordan gained from his coaches. Let's hear from Mike himself and his mentor, Howard White, on what it took to achieve this literacy. Every day in practice was like that to me. It was a competition. So when the game comes, there's nothing that I haven't already practiced. It's a routine. You know, whatever happens in the game now, okay, I've done this before. Decide what you want and see it crystal clear. Decide what you're willing to sacrifice. Decide what you're willing to give up to make it happen. See, everybody in life wants something. Very few people are willing to give up anything to get it. Write it down somewhere. Because they say only 20% of the people in the world have written definite positive goals. And number four, just do it. Everyone is literate in something. Whether we realize it or not, literacy is everywhere in our lives. These literacies do not come to us overnight, however. They are developed over time through experience. Gabby, what does experience mean to you, looking at it from a literacy lens? The literal definition of experience, according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, is knowledge gained by actually doing or living through something. Experiences and sponsors are a main component to improving literacy. Experiences are what people are living through, doing, creating, repeating, to become literate in that specific skill. And the sponsors in people's lives are supporting and pushing you to pursue whatever you are literate in or want to become literate in. I totally agree, Gabby. Let's hear a little bit more about how experience impacts literacy. Arguably, the most natural and powerful form of learning is through experience, or more precisely, through reflection on doing. Also called experiential learning, it's what prima ballerinas do after their performance at the National Opera. But it also happens to boys that are sad because their father got angry when they played football in the living room. Now that we've learned about experiential learning and its applications to literacy, let's talk a little bit about sponsors. Gabby, do you want to explain to our audience what exactly sponsorship is? I'm glad you asked, Elliot. Sponsors actually play a huge role in the development of literacies because they are, according to Deborah Brandt, any agent, local or distant, concrete or abstract, who enables, support, teach, model, as well as recruit, regulate, and suppress or withhold literacy and gain advantage by it in some way. No doubt about that, Gabby. Let's move into some examples of sponsorship. I was able to conduct an interview on my friend Mara Balfour on the subject of literacy, and Mara expressed how her mom, who is an author, was one of the biggest sponsors in her life. When she was at a young age, her mom would push her to practice reading and writing. With this extra support, Mara grew to become passionate about both reading and writing, and now wants them to be a part of her career. I know personally my parents have also sponsored me in my life. Gabby, do you have any firsthand experience with sponsorship? Yes, I actually do. 
Carmen, the head women's basketball coach at Western Washington University, also stressed how big sponsors impacted her life. She talks about how her parents were both teachers, who also pushed reading and school on her since she was at a young age. She was inspired to follow the same path and became a teacher. It seems like a common theme surrounding the idea of sponsorships. They are so impactful, chances are that you will end up pursuing or finding passion in the skills being endorsed by them. I completely agree with you there, Gabby. Sponsors are extremely impactful in any literacy, and I think almost anyone can agree they have some kind of sponsor in their life. <laughs> I also think that literacy and time go hand in hand with each other. Although sponsors do give direction, advice, and support, they also lead by example, which may be the most valuable trait they possess. Having an example and mentor in front of you can make the hard part of obtaining literacy much easier, because no matter how you frame it, literacy cannot be obtained without time and experience. Does that seem like a fair statement to you, Gabby? Absolutely. An example of experience at work would be Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000-hour rule. The 10,000-hour rule is considered possibly the most successful rule to mastery. Basically, the rule states that you need to spend 10,000 hours on something in order to master it. I'm not saying literacy is mastery. Experience just has a huge impact on both. For sure it does. And Gladwell's rule applies to many of the most successful people to ever live. Can't argue with that. Essentially, when working toward a particular goal, it is important to keep in mind that practice is the most effective method to obtain that goal. This is no different in the case of literacy. According to Monica Thibodeau, practicing makes you better because it physically changes you, making it easier for data to move. How would you work toward literacy without sponsorship and practice over time? I'll let you answer that one, Gabby. Of course, Elliot. Literacy is not anything without both experience and sponsors. Both are huge endorsements for improvement and can make all the difference in the world with the ability to do. Couldn't have said it any better myself, Gabby. Well, that's all the time we have. I would like to thank all of our listeners. And until next time, I'm Gabby. And I'm Elliot. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Literacy Experience. Thank you so much for choosing our podcast.